0: of the internet, I am Aman Riaz and you're listening to my podcast, Trapped with Aman Riaz. So today, I'll talk about the music business and why is it necessary for every artist to be aware of the business side and some of the facts of the music industry. Being a music producer is more than just a 9 to 5 job, you have to be committed without any unrealistic expectations. Without prior knowledge about the do's and the don'ts of the music industry, you might just end up running in circles. So, here I am to your rescue with a few facts about the music industry and the music business side of the music industry. While this talk is intended for the musicians, they are valuable for those on the business side of things too. Some of these facts are motivating and some might fall into the category of a reality check. They all, however, are pretty important to understand. It's a no-brainer when it comes to the fact that you as a music producer should always strive for reaching that quality standard for your art. But you all should know the fact that knowing music doesn't mean that you'll automatically know about the music business too. Producing unique music, attending a bunch of shows is not enough to understand the business behind the other aspects like running your own music label or booking shows. There are different practicalities regarding the business side of your music. Even if you understand the relationship between labels, distributors uh, and retail, for example, you don't really get it until you experience the process from the inside rather than experiencing it as a fan. The two worlds are very different. Make no mistake, loving music and knowing a lot about it is required if you want to do well in the music industry. However, Don't enter the music industry with the idea that listening to tons of music and geeking about it on the internet has made you a music business professional. Not only will you annoy a lot of people but you'll be in the wrong and miss out on the opportunity of really comprehending what makes things tick in this music industry. Now getting to the part of music sales and blog posts. Getting your music on the blogs and all over the place may be good for getting your name out there. But even if the blogs end up giving your music positive feedback, the percentage of people who run out and buy or stream your music based on these blog posts and reposts is going to be surprisingly small. Blog posts are only part of the bigger picture. You can use them to develop interest, from music labels and to book shows and so on. But if you're not smart about the way you leverage all of the positive feedback from your music blog post or feature that you got, you might end up empty handed. It happens a lot. Now let's talk about the music earnings and how to sell your music. There has always been a big debate going on in the music industry about free music, and some people do believe that all music must be free and that the only way to make money is merchandise and live shows. That's a little extreme, in my opinion. Yes, music sales are decreasing, and yes, free music is widely available. If you've got a loyal fan base that will reach out to you, and buy your music, you should always keep a balance between 3Bs and on what kind of merch you want to put a price on. There's no straight-up answer here for what will work for you. In this age of digital streaming, one can easily earn from getting their music heard on digital platforms like Spotify, YouTube, Apple Music, etc. In short, you have to know your fan base. It might take some time, and a lot of trial and error, to find out what really works for you. Mm, The one thing you can do, dismisses the notion that your music is nothing but a promotional item created to sell t-shirts, face masks and hoodies. Merchandise is important, and it should be considered important and part of your music plan, not the whole music plan if you get what I mean. Some musicians are still stuck with the idea of getting discovered by music, big artists on Facebook and Instagram without any extra effort. But let me be the first to tell you, just because the strategy worked for the other 20 artists, won't really mean that it'll work for you too. Without a proper plan and knowledge of promotional aspects of the music industry, you might just listen to your music without expecting anyone else to hear it. So don't repeat the ideas or ways other artists and musicians blew up and went viral. Come up with your own style and promotional plan. Now let's talk about the record labels. When I signed my first music label contract, I was so happy and I did sign it without completely reading it. Sounds like a dumbass, right? It was one of the many mistakes I ever made. I recommend you all to read the contract and get legal advice whenever you're dealing with contracts. Although one could easily go independent and distribute their music via online distributors like Distrokid, TuneCore, and manage your own career but sometimes it could hinder your creative process if you're not serious about managing your time. So. In my opinion, not every record label is run by people who want to steal your money. The vast majority of labels are run by music enthusiasts who want to make sure people hear your music and generate a reach to a wider audience. I know some music producers and artists who like taking care of the business viewpoint of their careers and they have a talent for it. Others simply want to be able to focus on the artistic and the creative process. That's where a music record label can support your goals. Music labels also bring a wealth of knowledge of the business, contacts which might take a lot of years to build up and a budget you may not be able to gather and collect by yourselves. But it all boils down to the personal preference of the artist. I have worked with record labels and released some music independently too, so it's all about what suits your process better. But even after all of this discussion, I'd like to emphasize the fact that some basics still matter a lot. Nowadays you could have your music on every streaming app and platforms. You could have all the marketing tools in your arsenal. But if your music is mediocre and not unique, you might never make it into the music industry. It's a cold fact but that we musicians should always be aware of. Writing good songs and playing shows still form the foundation of any real music career. You can make it in music without this special marketing software, but you can't make it without the music and the shows at least not for so long. So, if you're a musician, producing good music should always be at the top of your priorities. So, I'll end this podcast on a positive note. I know, after hearing me talk about the business aspect might have scared you a bit, but making a living in music is not rocket science, or as crazy as you might think it is. To me, patience and hard work will always pay off so hang in there and produce a lot of good music thank you so much for tuning in i hope you all gained some important insights into the business side of the music industry and i'll come back with a new podcast for you talented people out there so hang in there thank you so much amandrias signing off